G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. There's an old song by Sting called Message in a Bottle. Maybe that's what Christmas is, a message in a bottle. But who's it for? Me? No, surely not. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to A Different Perspective as we kick off a brand new series of messages called Message in a Bottle. And do stick with me because very soon I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet, It's called The Shepherd Heart of God, and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you experience firsthand the enormity of God's love for you. Songwriters have a funny way of, well, cutting to the quick, telling us how things really are, like the song that Sting wrote, Message in a Bottle. It starts out with these lyrics. Just a castaway, an island lost at sea. Oh, another lonely day with no one there but me. Oh, more loneliness than any man could bear. Rescue me before I fall into despair. I will send an SOS to the world. I hope that someone gets my message in a bottle. And it finishes up like this. Walked out this morning, don't believe what I saw. Hundred billion bottles washed up on the shore. Seems I'm not alone at being alone. Hundred billion castaways looking for a home. I'll send an SOS to the world. I hope that someone gets my message in a bottle. It's a song that connected with a lot of people, a song that tells it just the way things are for so many. It slips under that thin veneer of of so-called success, the glossy successful images that the advertising industry uses to get us to buy their stuff. Somehow this song, Message in a Bottle, speaks to the heart. It's real. So what are you saying, Bernie, that that we're all a bunch of losers? No, not that. I mean, look, there are so many people succeeding, doing amazing things. They're, They're talented and they're able and they're committed. There are lots of good things happening in the world. But mixed up with that, a lot of bad things too. And it's always been like that. I guess, though, I want to think for a moment about this whole message in a bottle thing. Is it true? Are there a whole bunch of lonely people out there? I was reading an article in the weekend newspaper just the other day about the internet and and blogging. Now, the word blog is short for web log. And it's where people, mostly young, but plenty of not so young as well, they get online on the internet and they share their thoughts and their photos and their videos on a personal billboard for the world to see. I remember when A young girl's diary was something she locked up. It was secret. It was the deepest thoughts of her heart. But these days, young folk get on the internet and tell the world. How many people do you think there are on internet sites blogging at the moment? People with their own personal blog sites. You know, there's over 100 million. 100 million. All sending out their message in a bottle. All crying out to be noticed, all wanting to be significant. 
asked my daughter, I mean, she's one of these people that blogs, she has her own blog site, why do you do it? What's it all about? And she said, it's all about how many friends you can have subscribing to your blog. Whether it's on myspace.com or YouTube, it seems like this message in a bottle thing is happening in a way today that Sting could never have imagined when he wrote that song. Maybe you're not a blogger, I'm not. But you know what I'm talking about? This, this deep search for significance. People looking for that place where finally I found myself. I've discovered who I am. I have a deep sense of, of satisfaction about my life and me and how I fit in. It's not so much about circumstances often, but just about who we are and where we fit. And so many, many people send out their messages in a bottle in the most amazing ways. So much crime is about attention-seeking, about wanting to be noticed and to be needed, and it's a cry for help. The vast majority of us, though, I believe, live out life without ever really discovering who we are and why we're here and where we're going. Well, here we are, the beginning of December, hurtling towards Christmas, I know what you're thinking. It's a bit early for you to be talking about Christmas, Bernie. Well, not really. I mean, the shops have had their Christmas decorations up for weeks and Santa's been there having his photo taken. We're taking an early look at Christmas on the program this week because Christmas started well before Christmas. At least the first Christmas did. We know that Christmas probably wasn't in December because the shepherds were pretty unlikely to be out in the middle of winter at night tending their flocks. We all know the Christmas story. Baby Jesus born in a manger, Mary, Joseph, the whole donkey thing, the shepherds and and the wise men from the east and all that stuff. And we've seen the pantomimes and the Christmas cars and, and stuff. And my hunch is the whole Christmas thing did start well before Christmas, that night in Bethlehem. We know it did. You read through the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, the 39 books written by different people in many centuries before Jesus was born. And there are a whole bunch of very specific predictions about Jesus. Like, he would be born in Bethlehem. He would be born of a virgin. He would be born of the tribe of Judah and the house of David. And he would be crucified and they would gamble over his clothes. I mean, over a hundred. And that's a conservative estimate. Things that Jesus himself would have found pretty hard to arrange. Unless, of course, he is who he said he is. Kind of a weird thing. What was God up to? Why are these predictions through the Old Testament about Jesus? In fact, can I ask even a more direct question? Why Jesus at all? I mean, why send Jesus, his only son, to become a man and ultimately to die for you and me? Why not just forgive us and and be done with it? Why the theatrics? One of the places in the Old Testament that gives us a clue to this is in Ezekiel chapter 34. I'm going to read it to you. It's, It's about the shepherd heart of God. This is what God said. I will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I'll rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on the day of clouds and darkness. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. God has this amazing shepherd's heart. This heart that you you see time and time again as you read through the Old Testament where he says, I will be your God and and you will be my people and I will walk in your midst and as shepherd I'll give my sheep peace. You read it in Psalm 23. 
you make me to lie down in green pastures, is all about sheep never lie down unless they feel safe and they're at peace. And so God's plan is to be in our midst and to give us a peace and a joy. And at Christmas time, he kind of quietly slipped into the world in this stable in Bethlehem. And we're going to look at that during the program this week. What if God saw all our bottles lying on that beach? What if he heard the cry of our hearts? What if God always knew that the only way to still my heart, to still your heart, to satisfy our souls, was for us to know him? What if this Jesus is God's message in a bottle to us, to you and me? What if God's plan was always for God to become a man and to step into our world? God in the flesh. God's message in a bottle. It's an amazing plan. And it's a plan that was born out of the shepherd heart of God to be in our midst, for him to be our God and and us to be his people. What if that's what Christmas is? The love that God has for you, whatever you have going on in your life at the moment, however challenging things may be, is something that words can't describe. And sadly, all too often, we can completely lose sight of the enormity of that love, His love. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet, The Shepherd Heart of God, at this special time of the year. Because God's Word, man, God's Word is alive and active, amen? So I'm praying that He'll help you to experience the enormity of His love for you through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.